Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, my name is Jordan Chapel. I'm the middle school pastor here at First Church of God. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're hopping back into our Timeless series as we uh, spend a week in each book of the Bible. And uh, I hope that if you're joining us now for the first time, you can take a little bit of time to go back and catch up on where we've been. Uh, and we are going to hop into the book of First Chronicles today and discuss something that I think is uh, really important and a good reminder for us um, as we dive really back into the, the series. And so, uh, the book of First Chronicles originally would have been with the book of Second Chronicles, and they would have been kind of tagged on at the end of the Old Testament. And uh, so that's kind of why when you read them, it seems like there's a lot of repetition from things that we've already been through, that we've already read, that we've already discussed. Um, but the purpose of this book um, was to be a recap of the story so far. And so when we read them, it's important to read them in the context of that recapping what's happened in the entirety of the story from beginning to end. That's kind of where they're left off. And what's happened so far is God chose a people after the fall of the world. He made a covenant with them and said, I am going to restore all of humanity through our relationship. Like I'm going to restore everything that's broken because of the sin that entered the world because of mankind's disobedience. I'm going to restore what's broken uh, through you guys. And so like, I'm going to reign in your midst. You're going to reflect my glory and you're not always going to get it right, but I'm going to be consistently remain faithful to that covenant. Even though, as we look back over the the pages of Scripture, um, the people of God, the Israelites, were not faithful to their end of the covenant. Like, they showed glimmers of hope, and then they would inevitably disobey because of the sin in their hearts. But God was giving them chance after chance after chance. Just like with us, he gives us chance after chance after chance. And this is this really uh, beautiful picture uh, of God's redemption and faithfulness and sovereignty and grace uh, that we're able to see played out over the pages of Scripture. And so the ultimate solution, like he gave them an avenue through sacrifices to to reconnect with him, but the ultimate solution was still being waited on. Like for years and years and generations and generations, um, God had been promising a redeemer that was going to come and restore the things that were broken. And so the people of Israel were waiting on this Messiah to come and restore what was broken. And so that's kind of where the Chronicles is, is uh, like the, the people of God waiting for this restorer, this redeemer, this Messiah that God had been promising. And one of the ways that he promised it was through the line of David. And we saw that in the book of 2 Samuel, um, where, where God goes to David and says, I'm going to 
through your line. I'm going to bring this Redeemer, this uh, Messiah that's going to save the world and bring what is broken and, and make it right. And then as as First Chronicles is kind of recounting what happens, um, we see in chapter 17 this uh, encounter between God and David. And so in, in the beginning of chapter 17, the first half is God kind of speaking to David about the things that he says. And in verse 11, um, he says, when your days are fulfilled to walk with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. I will not take my steadfast love from him as I, as I took it from him who was before you, But I will confirm him in my house and in my kingdom forever, and his throne shall be established forever. And so looking back, we get this very clear uh, picture of, of the Messiah that's, that's been promised. And we can now kind of overlay and be like, that's Jesus. Like those, that's the language that's used about Jesus. That's, that's the way he was talked about. And, and Jesus, as we see from all the genealogies in scripture, Jesus is from the line of David. And so God was remaining faithful to his promise that even though Israel was unfaithful, that even though David David wasn't this perfect human being. He still said, I'm going to redeem all of humanity through your line. And he made a promise to him and he fulfilled that promise to him. And then I love David's response to him. Uh, to God in, in the second half of the chapter. It says, Then King David went in and sat before the Lord. And I love the imagery of David going in and just like bearing his soul and sitting before the Lord and said, I'm going to be here. I, I'm going to like communicate with you. Like It's just like a good friend. Like if I want to go talk to someone, I just go sit next to them. I, I, I go and I'm with them. And this language that he used, David just went in and he sat before the Lord. Like he went in and he just communed with God. And, and he says, Who am I, O Lord? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? And this was a small thing in your eyes, O God. Like David's remembering his life and he's like, I have dropped the ball more times than I can count. I am not the one to fulfill this promise, but you have remained faithful to your promise. Like, who am I and who, like, what is my name that you've brought me this far? And then I love the, the how he remembers it. And this was a small thing in your eyes, oh God. Like, this wasn't even hard for you to do. This was easy for you to do. It was small in your eyes, oh God. You could do so much more than this. And, and David is remembering where he sits in relationship to who God is. This was a small thing for you, God. Then he goes on to say, For your servant's sake, O Lord, and according to your own heart, you have done all this greatness. David recognizes that he has benefited from it, but it's also in accordance with who God is. He's he's seen great things from a great God in making known all these things. And then he recognizes, again, his position before God. He says, there is none like you, O Lord, and there is no God beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And so as God remained faithful to the covenant, and Chronicles is recounting all the ways that God was faithful, and then reminding us and reminding the readers that God is not done being faithful because he's still 
promising a, a Messiah who's going to come from the line of David and is going to restore the things that are broken. And, and David is just remembering and exalting God in this promise, trusting and knowing that all things that are broken are going to be made right again because of the one that's going to come from the line of David. And so uh, I hope that can encourage you today that even far before Jesus walked on the earth that he was promised. And even long before Jesus walked on the earth, God knew that there was a need for him and set a plan in motion to reconcile the things that were broken. And, And so let that sit in your soul today as you remember who Jesus was, who Jesus is, that just like we celebrated in Easter, that Jesus is alive and that Jesus was the fulfillment to the promise that generation after generation put their hope in. And we can now put our hope in the fulfillment of that promise, trusting and believing that Jesus is actively ruling and reigning and making all things that are wrong right again. 